This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. <laughs> well, look at you working hard all week. Kicking back is what you seek. Putting up with your troubles at your work. You need a break, you all agree. dude uh well somebody messed with tom hanks's wife and that apparently is when you die everyone's got a breaking point and tom hanks we saw it we seen it we done seen it so him and rita wilson they've been together forever oh yeah uh they were being mobbed by fans we know what that's like why isn't she rita hanks or is or why does she go with rita wilson well i'm assuming because she had already started establishing her career as rita wilson I wonder if she changed her name. Or maybe she's just not into that patriarchy crap. Okay. Um, so they were getting mobbed by fans, and then one of them tripped Rita. Oh, no, 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 no. Shut no. it down. No, 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 no. How you doing? Be careful, Tom. Watch out. Move, move, move. Hey, oh, 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 move. Hey, 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 Stop it. Hey, 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 what are you doing? Crap the what are y'all doing? <laughs> Knock it over my wife. Yeah, they're bugging. Sorry, sorry about that. Sorry about that, Tom. Sorry about that, Tom. I want to know what love is. I want you to show me. And Tom Hanks shot everybody. It was so wild. It was so wild. So it looked like... Uh, a, a cameraman pushed a guy. It looked like he had a balloon and a Sharpie. He wanted Tom to sign it, I think. I don't know. Uh, I'm surprised Tom Hanks doesn't go out the back door. I'm shocked Tom Hanks walks out on a, the front door of any building. People everywhere, it's chaos. The security guard doesn't seem to be doing a very good job. Right. Secu- the security guy just stood there. I thought he would have killed that guy. Killed him dead. It was an inside job. And uh, so it looked like a camera guy pushed another guy that wanted an autograph. And then he wasn't looking at Rita. Of course, he's trying to get Tom's attention for an autograph. Steps on Rita's shoe. Rita goes down. Almost goes down. And and then we unleash the Hank. Dude. Unleash the Hank. Ah! I wish we'd play the uh, unedited version because it is. It's raging Tom. I mean, He's having I, none of that. I've never seen Tom get that upset in a movie. I know, right? I, I feel like we've broken the seventh seal and pissed off Tom Hanks and really bad things are about to start happening. Okay. Thank you. I was all like, there we go. I'd like, I like to be the guy that Tom Hanks yelled at. I mean, because you almost broke Worst. his w- wife's leg. Oh, my God. I'd go to my therapy appointment and be like, dude. 
Yeah, the security was pretty uh, – I mean, they knew Tom was there. They obviously knew he was coming out. There was a lot of people. And I love these photographers. I don't know how these people live with it. You know, they'll, 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 they'll camp outside of your house. Mm-hmm. They'll follow you down the road on a high-speed chase, whatever. They follow you out of a building, and then something happens. They're like, oh, oh, Tom, you okay? Sorry. Sorry, Tom. Oh, man, everybody cool, man? What are you guys doing back there? Sorry, Tom. You know, they try to be like, <laughs> like You're you, the, you are the problem. You ain't my friend, dude. Yeah, it was it was uh hectic it was pretty hectic there for a second. Right. Well, for me, I mean I already un- like seen enough of the paparazzi crap where I I get how they get the celebs get pissy about it. Yeah. But it definitely gave you a peek into how intrusive yeah. everybody is. When you're at that level. But. Man, I never thought we'd get here. I never thought we'd get here. Sorry about that, Tom. Sorry about that, Tom. <laughs> Tom having none of it. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. <laughs> uh, how about you uh, apologize to Rita? Well, Rita ran in the SUV. And the paparazzi, man. I, you know, I, I, we make fun of celebrities and stars and stuff, and we think they're pretty pampered, and it's like, well, you wanted the attention, but 24 hours a day of that, no, nope. I would kill somebody. I couldn't live like that. For real. Well, that's wasn't it Cardi B saying that lately? Mm-hmm. Where she's like, man, I wish I could be a rapper, but I have not have the fame and, and all that. But she gets like, and then some of them get relentlessly attacked online, and after right. a while, right. it's just like, ugh. They did now after Tom said back the F off, they did. Because usually if it's a, I don't I'm trying to give you an example of uh, not a Kardashian, but somebody they don't respect or care about or is kind of like a, um, a Paris Hilton or a whatever. Don't you bring my girl into this. You know, they smell kind of blood in the water and they, and they get even worse. Yes. With Tom, they're like, whoa, we just got. Taken down by raging past the threshold. Freaking raging Hanks just cut like just about. That's crazy, dude. I mean, the nicest guy on earth. Are you happy like, now? You just got scolded by Tom Hanks. It's like if Fred Rogers <laughs> punched you in the face. You know what Tom, I mean? Tom's probably not even pissed. He's just disappointed. I'm not mad. I'm just <laughs> disappointed. I'm just effing disappointed with everybody. It's worse. Just be mad. Oh man! Yeah, I don't. I, I'm. I. Uh, this is not how I wanted to start my day. Right. Not what I wanted to see, man. Uh, and I yes, Harambe got shot. Things got progressively worse, mm-hmm. and now we are at S- stage two. Yeah, we've pissed off Tom Hanks. Right. We are entering the third and final stage of the decline of Western civilization. What do you think could happen next? I don't know. Just just know that this is your last summer with air conditioning. Well, you don't have to get crazy about it. I'm just saying, be appreciative. Because next summer, when we're all either dead or sweaty. You know, it's amazing that uh, I'm trying to do the breakdown on a celebrity walking out of a building. A celebrity just walking to his car out of a building. What about I can't even remember who the hell it was. They were at they went to a, a gas station bathroom. Why is that a deal? 
Why? Right. What, you see Tom Hanks. He does press. Blah, blah. You have access to him. You have access. What is that deal between the building and the car that you think America needs to know? What is that? I wish I knew, dude. I've never seen, well, the worst of it is, Obviously. of course, getting shot. Or Princess Diana. Or Princess Diana, of course. The only thing that happens are bad things. They don't break any happy news when a guy walks from a building to a car. Right. And, I mean, not to be a douche, but freedom of press and all that, I don't think the Founding Fathers had Harvey Levin in mind. Correct. Harvey Levin. That's, uh... I do love Harvey, but <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, And then how they sit, they'll be a mile away with their special lenses. Looking in the backyard of a celebrity like, Jesus. Well, I, I will tell you another downside to this story. A dark side to this story. You're going to be watching Toy Story. And now all of a sudden, you're going to be picturing Woody saying, Back, Back my wife! Back the F up! That's what you're going to picture Woody saying from the for the rest of your miserable existence. Sweet. People, relax. What a complete waste. We are killing it online. Have you guys checked the comments? Of cyberspace. Smoke That Skin Wagon says, you guys are killing it. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. We're internet sensations. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. Yay! Oh, hello, Daddy. Hey, Dad. Who's my father? I am your father. I am your father. Your father's right. Well, lots of love to my dad for supporting me in all my wild days and all my wild ways. Hi, Dad. Thanks for all you do for us. Happy Father's Day. Well, here we are, Father's Day. Time for you to buy another crappy gift. Uh, I have the uh, whole list of gifts that dads hate. In a new poll, more than 1,000 Americans were asked uh, how close to Father's Day they purchase a gift. <laughs> Walgreens! On the way. Uh, and 8% responded, when is Father's Day? They didn't even know. <laughs> Space, time, how does this work? Time and pressure, really. Really. That's all it took. 6% said one day before. <clears throat> yeah. 3% uh, said, oh, yeah, on the way to Father's Day dinner. 26% of people admitted that they forgot to get Dad a gift at least once. He's just kind of there, you know? Underwear's good. Guys always forget to buy underwear. That's fine. Don't overthink it. 30% said they've been late with their gift giving. Oof. Either sometimes, always, or frequently. <laughs> and, man, have we got the excuses. When asked who they blame for a gift being late, they're like, the post office. <laughs> Porch pirates. Supply chain issues. When dads were asked about the worst Father's Day gifts... 22% said it was when they got nothing, and then they went home and cried in their crappy bourbon. 10% said a traditional tie. 5% said socks. Tie, tie. God, is that a long-gone era. I mean, some dudes are into ties. I get it. But, uh, yeah, odds are no. I don't think I ever saw my dad in a tie. Ever. No. Once. Uh-uh. Which is kind of cool. My dad wore one of those, it's like the, the old cowboys. Where it's just like the, the you gotta find a one kind thing. of rope thing, and it's got like yeah, a, a, a 
Ba- uh, what Turquoise or thing. Yeah, what do they what do they call that? Ba- Bandol. No, what's that thing I called? I don't know. Ba- Bandolero. What's that thing called? Oh, I forget what it's called. I don't know. I actually have one with a big turquoise piece. You know who likes turquoise? Uh, <clears throat> uh, a share. Our consultant. Uh, well, he's not no longer our consultant. Yeah, he, but, he died from turquoise poisoning. Oh, I thought he was mining turquoise now. <laughs> um, other answers for crappy gifts include they don't want your damn macaroni art. What is this picture even you? Crappy artist. <laughs> When you're 30 years old. No, no just Dude. keep it to yourself. I would love that. Uh, bad letter. Oh, my. You're not even putting the time in. <laughs> a plunger. Uh, I used to send pop. Uh, I'd always send a Father's Day card. Uh, but I would send a, um, what? Uh, I, I got him a gift card. What was the buffet? <laughs> Golden Corral or something? Oh, boy. I mean, that's where he lived. Pop lived at Texas Roadhouse and Golden Buffet. Or, or Golden Corral or something? Yeah, Golden Corral, right? I can't remember. I think there's one in Janesville, but I don't know for sure. That was his, uh, that, that was his thing. He'd go in and, and uh, have his uh, tall Miller Light and uh, a steak. You know? Living the life, dude. That was his jam, man. How about you? Um. Huh. No oh boy. Oh, usually books. Amazon mm. stuff. Nice. Yeah. Anything John Wayne or Louis Lamort. <laughs> Louis Lamort. You know. <laughs> Just punch me in the face. Yeah, you are. Uh, <laughs> hey, you got some Louis Lamort? Take two of those. I mean, he's only read every one of them eight times. <laughs> I think I used to read Louis Lamort. Was he the guy or the writer? He was the writer. No, he was the writer. And he, I think he's from Jamestown, North Dakota, because in that place where they have the white buffalo or had the white buffalo, there uh, was a big thing on Louis L'Amour. And if you went in there at any given time, there was, was dudes exactly my dad's age just looking at all the Louis L'Amour stuff. <laughs> like, like Huge fun, fans. Like fine art right. at a museum. Right. Louis L'Amour. Yeah, I think, uh, I think Pop had Louis L'Amour. I think I had a Hardy Boys. Pop had Louis L'Amour. Right. That, that was, sounds about right. Your dad smoking I a cig. I love the Hardy Boys. Smoking a cig and, and reading Louis L'Amour. And ignoring my mother, yes. As a matter of fact, that might be the only thing I ever saw my dad read. Was Louis L'Amour. Yeah. My dad was a big fan. I don't know. Whatever. Cowboys and boobies. <laughs> Assuming there's boobs in Louis L'Amour books. Otherwise, why would all these men be reading them? Well, happy Father's Day, everybody. Yeah, I hear. I got, uh, am I still up on PC2 over there? Yeah. All right. Father's Day is this Sunday. And once again this year, the catalog covers from Kohl's, JCPenney, and Macy's feature a man in a polo shirt, khaki pants, with a brown belt. Year after year, the image of Dad, a pastel polo shirt, khaki pants, and a brown belt. Get them for your dad this Father's Day. Unless your dad is more like the one black guy in the catalog with a square jaw, dress shirt, and slacks. Happy Father's Day from Kohl's, J.C. Penney, and Macy's. Celebrating another anniversary of the polo shirt, khaki pants, and brown belt collection. That's right. Here you need some uh, titles from Louis L'Amour. Oh, this takes me back. Louis L'Amour, the Shadow Riders. <laughs> Louis L'Amour, the first fast draw. Louis L'Amour. The Burning Hills of Providence. Louis L'Amour. My Chancy. 
Louis L'Amour, Last of the Breed. Whoa. Oh, he did he write Quick and the Dead? Did he really? Well, that's there's the book. It's called The Quick and the Dead. There you go. There's there's your legitness. The Lonesome Gods, the Californios. Ooh, that'd be a good band name, the Californios. Oh, these would all be good band names. The Rust the Rustlers of West Fork come calling. Well, I ain't got a phone. <laughs> what else we got? Oh, these are great. Oh, this is excellent. Louis L'Amour, the high graders. A too tame, too tame a land. Fair blows the wind. The Iron Marshal. All right, I got to pee. The haunted, the the bloated bladder of Biatch. Yes. Yes. It's my favorite. I have the uh, first and second printing. We thought uploading to the cloud oh. was something completely different. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. Johnny and D, JJO. Uh, John Hinckley shot a tweet out yesterday. John Hinckley's the dude that shot, uh, took a shot at Ronald Reagan. Uh, uh, hit James Brady, put him in a wheelchair. Two other dudes uh, got it, too. Mm-hmm. There was a total of four, wasn't there? After 41 years, two months, 15 days, freedom at last. John Hinckley fully discharged. Yeah, they eased the public into that. And on the loose. Well, they waited for Nancy to die. Right, Nancy but they were was, giving him, like, day passes and stuff, you know? Right, right. They followed him a little the bit. The gradual. He's on the move. He's, mm. on, he's on the move. <laughs> He just bought a bus pass to uh, uh, Hollywood Hills. Uh, not good. Not, it's not good. It's not looking good. Uh, he had a bunch of concerts. He's. Oh, have you ever heard him? Here, I'm playing. Oh, why would you so, do that to us? So. Hi. Hello, everybody. This is an original song I wrote not long ago. Plays guitar better than I do. Oh, about that. That bar is pretty low. Would you like to be his prison cellmate and listen to that 12 hours a day? Just shoot me already! <laughs> no. Soon. Just reminding uh, everybody. He was uh, scheduled to play a bunch of shows, acoustic shows. They canceled those. Guess why? Low ticket sales. Stupid crowbot. John Hinckley's like, stupid crowbot in town. Take it all my ticket sales. I'm stupid shoot- Brandon and his sexy spandex. I'm freaking shoot that dude in the ass. What, just because he pops out of an egg? <laughs> God. Uh, well, you know what I think they, is weird? So they, like, well, they, can I finish? No. They canceled because of uh, death threats to people that were uh, harboring a maniac. Oh, to the venue owners? Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's brutal. That's the world we're in right now. So Hinkley wanted to be bigger than the Beatles, and so did Manson. Oh, he, is that what he said? 
Well, I remember like Manson, because uh, he was he knew those record reps and everything right, else. Right, right, He was in with the Beach Boys. Yeah. He knew Brian, I think. And uh, weirdly, they were introduced through weird mutual friends. Right. And then uh, Charlie wanted. I know Charlie wanted to make a record. And, and Brian was his. He thought he was right, going to be right, right. the next thing. Mm-hmm. Helter skelter, my friend. Right. Um. Yeah, you, you'd have to you'd have to uh, give me details on how they met. I forgot how that was. They were. Hinkley pro- was obsessed with John Lennon and Jodie Foster. B- Brian Wilson was probably buying grass from Charlie Manson. That's probably how they met. And then Brian's like, dude, this is some whack weed. Uh, and then and then Charlie came up with like an album cover or something. Who knows, man? It was a weird time with lots of LSD. Lots of LSD. Lots of LSD. And then, of course, James Brady's how we got the five-day waiting period for a gun. Remember the Brady? I remember being in school when he got shot. Do you know when I was in school, they used to announce that crap on the PA system? Like, they were just like, yo. Ronald Ronald Reagan's been shot. Everybody sit sit in an upright position and don't move. Wait for further instructions. No, we were told. We were told that. I mean, dude, that was our, there was no internet. <laughs> oh, my God. When was he shot? 81 or something? Uh, yeah, I remember, what class was I in? Our teacher came in and he says, hey, everybody, uh, we got some really crazy news. I mean, that was huge. That was Earth-shattering back then. Oh, yeah, dude. My fragile mind wasn't ready for that kind of action. So Hinckley believed that Foster and Lennon were linked somehow in life, a bond that was broken with the murder of Lennon. Ah. Wow, talk about deep state. And then did you know that Hinckley, was it Hinckley and Bundy? Yeah. Ted Bundy and Hinckley were... Pen pals. They wrote to each other from prison. That's not good. Right. I w- nobody was like, hey, nah. Uh, bad idea. Well, if I was John Hinckley, I'd, 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 hey, call me crazy. You, go ahead. You, can you call, crazy? You call, you, you call me crazy? You call me crazy? I would change my name and thank God. To Han Jinkley. To Han <laughs> Jinkley. Hello. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Is this a Denny's? I am Hans Schninkly, and I am here for the Benedict. Uh, he just can't keep his mouth shut. He just can't shut up. I would, I would move to the furthest place I could and take whatever, whatever money I have and live out my life and just stop. Seriously, I would move to a small town. I would have... Don't you think they should? They would have just. Well, I'm sure he's being followed. I'm sure they still. We're all a, being followed. I'm John. sure he's got a. They probably put a bug in him so they know where the dumbass is. Greatest scam ever pulled, dude. And so. I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know. I think he's got these grandiose. Yeah. Freaking fantasies, it's and, and I don't—it's it, total delusional, and I, I don't think that guy's done, and I don't think he's ever going to get near. Jody I don't Foster. either. I'm like, I'm like, watch this, dude. He's but you gonna get you, out and become crazy about somebody else. You don't tell me he stopped spanking it to Jodie Foster in jail no. for forty years, right? You're nuts, right? 
Dude, this is not the last we hear of this mofo. It's going to get wild, I guarantee yeah, you. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll he see. He was I, pen pals with Ted Bundy. Right. And then you're going to have, uh, I, you know, nut nutbags uh, attract nutbags. Maybe they should let him play and then see who shows up. And be like, <laughs> keep an eye on these people. Yeah. So they canceled his shows because they were getting death threats at the venues. Um, and that's where that's at. Go figure. All right, then. Guess we'll just have to watch his shows on the internet. Mm-hmm. Just trying to see. Yeah, I... Uh, I mean, you know, you. what's the one... He wanted fame... What's the one and and all of a sudden you're sitting there and you're like why do, why are all these people obsessed with me? You, I'm getting what I wanted. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I play one on the radio. <laughs> I might be completely wrong. I uh, feel like he ran just, the long con. Going, um, well, if I can't have Jodie Foster, I'm going to be Neil Young. I'm going to sit here and just play for you people. Y'all ready? Jody and every he starts every it's like Ricky Bobby he leaves two tickets for Jody Foster at the door of every venue he plays in. Hey, uh, hey, uh, you got them two tickets for Jody Foster, uh, and then and then he leaves and the guy ticket guy goes, "That's the saddest thing I ever think." He leaves two tickets for Jody Foster and she never shows up. Uh huh, dude. Hello, hello. I'm reading. <laughs> Because I thought there was a thing. I thought I remembered hearing something about Hinkley getting caught with a picture of Jodie Foster or something. Oh, why do I remember that, too? Yeah, I remember that, too. But sometimes think, my and, brain think just about that. stuff and up. I, think he, I don't think he... What did he use at 22? I don't think he had anything right. crazy. You know, imagine what that dude would have had if he would have had an AR-15. He would have plowed 30 people down. Yeah. I never even thought about that, dude. But that's back when, in the days, you could take a taser on an airplane in your back pocket. You could just walk around the whole damn airport. <laughs> Things were a little different. <laughs> I was watching a Die Hard movie the other day, and Bruce Willis's wife in the movie, I, for, I think it was Bonnie Bedelia, but I can't remember her movie name. She's on the airplane in Die Hard 2, remember? At Dulles in Washington, D.C.? No, I will never remember. And she's sitting next to an old lady while they're circling the airport. You know, because right. the airport's closed, the lights are out. And she, the old lady pulls out a taser. And she's like, let me tell you something. Anybody gets crazy with me, I can take them out. I just use my taser. This is what they gave me. And they're on the airplane. I'm like, man. Oh, the good old days. The good old days, man. The good old crazy days. And then the guy next to her smoking going, that's a, that's a great taser, lady. Nobody's going to have with you. You're fine. <laughs> so, yeah, so he was granted that convalescent leave five okay. years ago. All right. Lived with his ma. And then she died this summer. Well, this is America. He's going to get rich on Rolling Stone interviews and YouTube and, and, and a flipping podcast. And here we are. This is the This is where we're at. John Hinckley Jr. Now, let me ask you something, smartass. I know you ain't coming to me with that tone. I was looking at the guy behind you in the hall. I thought so. <laughs> I don't want to get shot. I know what I'm doing. 
What if this little uh, singing career doesn't work out? That's what I'm saying. Okay, let's say that flops. He's already got a couple of and canceled shows. He's okay? already got his lawyer. Like so, they they like messaged Rolling Stone magazine right, about right. his career. He's got his lawyer issuing statements about his music career and how it's on YouTube. So when dude doesn't get yeah. the views that he wants, what do you think is going to happen? He's low risk for violence. Okay. Let's see John Hinckley showing up to buy a gun at a gun show. Mm-hmm. Hey, can we? Hey, here's 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 a uh, Uzi. Can we get a picture with you and the Uzi? <laughs> He's gonna find Tannerite, and it's all over. <laughs> there goes Tannerite. That's how we get it taken away. I I I feel like he ran the long con to get the hell out oh, of there. Totally. And now with his mom, dad, he's uh, who knows what he's crafting in this house, dude. He reminds me of uh, it's probably the furthest thing from the truth. Uh, Anthony Hopkins, Hannibal. Well, I mean, yeah, bring it down a notch or two. <laughs> <laughs> I had a fine candy. He's like Hannibal, but with like uh, half the brain I let, speed. I let him eat Johnny Foster with a fine candy and some fava beans. <laughs> Bag him and gag him. Take him back to the cell, dude. I just. <laughs> Yep. Hey, uh, John, you feel like you've been rehabilitated? <laughs> when I, I, I don't know what rehabilitated means. <laughs> semen throw. Yes, yeah, semen. Cue the semen throw. Cue the semen. Uh, we just made the worst movie. Really? Ever possibly pitched, pitched in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's kind of, I like it, but it's all over the place. It's weird. How does it end? It's avant-garde. You know how it ends, dude. Long con. That's totally. exactly my take on John Hinckley. I feel like we've just been totally played. But like I said, I'm sure they know exactly his whereabouts and what he's doing. And Mandy, you have confidence in the government. He's trying to do it. Hey, fellas. <laughs> I think I'm going to take a road trip out west. <laughs> Bad idea. Oof, oof, Jody, oof. get in the panic room. Get in the panic room. That was more like a documentary than it was a movie. Jody Foster's panic room. Right. All right, we'll see. There's a long, twisted tale of John Hinckley. Unbelievable. So weird. I mean, I hate to be a judgy McJudgerson, but that asshole should still be in jail. And, that, and not because of Jody Foster. That guy's just delusional. The, right. Right. The Jody Foster thing is just like the very top of it all. It gets, because that was... To manufacture that, it's such a deep psychosis. And it's just, and they think it's real. And that's dangerous, dude. When they're living in an alternate reality, that's when things get really crazy. So, whatever. Enjoy Tannerite while we have it. (laughs) How about we take that Tannerite and blow up his guitar? Right? Doing this for your own damn good. That's how the movie ends. There, we came up with a beginning, a middle, and an ending. We're going to blow the guitar up with Tanner. Sweet. And it's an all-original soundtrack sung by us. Dumbing down your smartphone. One podcast at a time. Listen, rate, and subscribe to the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. Today is National Eat Your Vegetables Day. You're a fan of veggies. Love it. Yeah, I, I don't think I've ever had a vegetable I don't like besides lima beans. They're terrible. Mm. 
Um, uh, like what's the ultimate uh, vegetable, would you say? John Hinckley? <laughs> now, what would you say is the ultimate vegetable I should be eating? If I could pick one vegetable, would you would you say the lowly broccoli? No, because mouth farts. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. Never eat, don't eat broccoli on a first or second or third or fourth date. Ah. Um, I, what's your peak vegetable? Man, if I had to pick one on an island, pick one. Oh man, hard. Oh God. Oh. Maybe cucumber. I mean, is it just a cucumber, or can it be cucumber salad? It's just a cucumber. Oh, I just got to gnaw on a cucumber for 40 years while I'm building a raft out of VHS tape trying to get off the island. God, that sounds miserable. It's the trash island. <laughs> uh, man, the best vegetable. The best vegetable. I like Brussels sprouts so much. Man, I, I oh, man. it's I, Tomato. Asparagus. Would be hard to, oh, man, I can't do it. I love, yeah, I know. It's I my favorite it. thing. <laughs> don't make me choose and like, again. Like bell peppers. Oh, Ugh, come ooh, on now. Don't great, even front. Great call on the pepper. Ah. One vegetable to rule them all. You're like, supposed to have five servings of vegetables a day, which isn't really that much. It's like a cup okay. each, right? You can do that. Um, uh, there's lots of ways to sneak them into all kinds of different foods as well. I'm sure if you're a parent and you've had a picky eater, you already know how to sneak vegetables into various baked goods. Now, if you were to say celery with peanut butter, I'd go there. But you're not letting me add. So this island sucks. Yeah. It's the whole idea. Mm. Sucky island. I went off the island. Banana. Not a vegetable. I know, but I, <laughs> if, I know, but I would, I could talk you into it. I would take a banana. That's what. Uh, I'm going to assume bananas are already on the island growing. So I'm just gonna, uh, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm. That's like, that's a gift. It's a lot of assumptions. That's a gimme. First of all, you're the one that placed us on the island. Oh, how about a watermelon? Dude, yeah, we just we just busted one up. I got. Well, you know what? <sighs> I mean, again, not a vegetable. Uh, I know, but it's we're we're talking seven degrees here. Steak. <laughs> this is, what about some cake? This island sucks. <laughs> There's no cake. There's no steak. It's the worst island ever. There's no rake. And, and it's out of toilet paper. This island sucks. Totally. No, I can't. Christ. I I literally could not choose a vegetable. No, I I, I, I couldn't pick one. I could not do it. Maybe beets. Oh, I don't know. Um, so, uh, don't forget though, if you're all about celebrating National Eat Your Vegetables Day, don't forget about your pets. See, I would say, I would say sweet potato. Not a vegetable. With marshmallows. Not a vegetable. I know. If you could take one thing on an island, one food, any food group, anything, you have to, 40 years, 40 years. Mm-hmm. I'm taking beer. <laughs> beer counts as food calories. All right. Give you that one. What about you? Is that your phone? Yeah. What are you taking? <laughs> mm-hmm. It's relaxing, actually. Uh, one thing on an island. God dang it. God dang it. Um, like a DVD of Predator. Can I? Is, is, can I do that? 
You can do whatever you want. I don't even know how we got on this island, where the island's at. <laughs> Parameters of being on the island. Are we the only people on the island? Uh, the one thing you could take on an island. The one thing you could take on an island. I don't know. Maybe a radio. I'm a radio junkie. I could just, I'd be, I'd be lonely, but I'd, I'd have. What radio I'd stations have, are you going to get? I, I would have music. Well, it's, it's whatever. I, it's, it's our, I'll take our podcast. <laughs> don't. You listen to the don't, old. Don't, don't, don't. <laughs> the greatest thing. Good ever. God. Hey, cheap plug. Cheap plug for the podcast. Uh, JohnnyDStuck.com. If you're dishing out the veggies today, don't forget about your pet. In a bizarre new survey, one third of pet owners say they're concerned about their dogs not getting enough vegetables. I would take ACDC's Back in Black. Jesus Christ. And an unlimited supply. How are you going to play the CD? Of sweet potatoes. Well, it's like Gilligan. I, I'm a professor. I'd build a radio out of a sweet potato. Shh. I'll wait. You don't know anything. You used to know stuff. You don't anymore. Good morning. Yeah, a sweet potato was most definitely a vegetable. It's a tuber, and it counts as a starch, Dude, not as a vegetable. Don't argue with the lady that listens to NPR all day. You'll lose. How about... How about a Brussels sprout? I said Brussels sprout before. God, we eat a lot of Brussels sprouts. I love them. Yeah, love them. Microwave, psh, three minutes, psh, done. Psh. A pet dietitian trying to stay on task here, for Christ's sake, says it's okay to give your dogs fruits and vegetables in small amounts. You got to make sure, though, that it's an okay one. Like, as a general rule, if it has a big pit in it, you don't want to be giving it to animals. Again, there's going to be exceptions to that, but whatever. Figure it out. If you don't know what the hell your dog can eat, I don't know how you made it this far. Ugh. Anyway, uh, Chewy won't eat. I know there's some dogs that will, like, just willy-nilly eat whatever vegetables are thrown in front of them. Green beans. Yeah, yeah. And Aspen. Carrots sure. And- Aspen's a garbage disposal. You know what Aspen will not eat? He's a Maine Coon. You know he, he will not eat. I do know the answer. And we to this. try it every single time, and it's so funny. He will not eat ha- a McDonald's hamburger meat. <laughs> he smells it, stares at it, and walks away. Walk of shame, dude. Walk of shame. <laughs> and he will you eat. You let that marinate a bit there. And he will eat anything. Anything. He'll eat spaghetti. But he won't touch a McDonald's hamburger. Yeah. It's hilarious. I'm like, nope, more for me. Thanks, stupid cat. Chewy will eat carrots if they're cooked and you put a little bit of butter Aspen on Aspen will eat carrot. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. He will the not things, eat raw the, carrot. The, the things we think he won't eat, he'll right. eat. It's really, really strange. And then Chewy will eat. Like, he'll eat a banana. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Chewy will do broccoli, but there has to be dip on it. And I know there's doctors out there going, Jesus, that cat. That cat's going to be dead in six months. Yeah. <laughs> I want him to be happy. Yeah. When he's happy, I'm happy. Hi, how's it going? Hey, I got to eat five cups of vegetables a day and corn and potatoes don't count? <laughs> right. What the hell? Hey, is anybody... <laughs> My whole life has been a lie. Anybody got a... T- Dude, that's, the, that's the whole the whole barbecue. <laughs> what else am I supposed to eat? Are you going to throw Dude. carrots in that? Have a nice salad. Come on now. Get it moving <laughs> down some, there. Some lettuce on the burger? Don't have five cups of lettuce on my burger? <laughs> <laughs> hey, anybody got a good tip on sweet corn? Uh, we're in the mood for some, some, some... For Father's Day, I think we're going to do burgers and uh, sweet corn. There you I don't. Sorry. 
No, I, I, I get a good tip. I get a good tip. In My there. sweet corn supply dried up. That's what she said. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. I think it was a menopause joke. <sighs> Aren't you near menopause? I hope so. Jesus Christ. <sighs> Trust me, so do I. I got a little cramp in there. <laughs> I can make this a pretty long morning it's for like, you. It's like a three alarm. Uh... Oh, shut up, you baby. <laughs> My dog will eat your cat. Oh, no doubt about that. Uh, Are you done talking to the animals now? What else? I think that's the only unusual thing I have to tell you about my cat this week. Otherwise, the cats are fine. Well, I'll just wait for another Nash, nugget next week. Nash is a precocious one year one years old now. Doing really well. His his uh, It's weird. His head isn't developing into a adult cat yet his rest of his body is but his head is that a condition or is that or is he the runt his head is like a kitten head but his body is like an adult well it's 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 beautiful i mean we hope it his head stays tiny i like my cat's head to be tiny it's it's precious and uh i don't know maybe we got a defective cat <laughs> i don't know how this happened hi how's it going Hey, sweet corn recipe. Yes. All right, so you take them and you husk them all, get all the silky stuff off. Yep. Wrap them in aluminum foil with uh, the butter cup on in the there. on the grill. Yeah. Yep. Put all the seasonings in there. You know, when we were uh, while I grew up eating corn, as we'd leave it in a husk, un unhusked, and just throw it on the fire on hot coals. Yes, yeah, totally. That was, yeah, and, and you know, parts like of it would get blackened, and oh my God, it's the best. Totally. If you soak them, soak them in cold water. Yes. With the husks, and then put them on the grill, it turns out really good yep. too. Yep, 100%. Lovely, lovely, lovely. Thanks for the corn tip. Anytime. Anything else? Thanks for lending your ear. Friday, everybody got big plans for the weekend. Uh, I'm going to the Crowbot show tomorrow. Very nice. I'm pumped. What are you doing? Uh, well, I'm helping a friend out. Majestic, by the way, King Street Crowbot Shaman Service. Yeah, I might have somebody sit in my face. Ha ha ha! It's your mom. Earmuffs, earmuffs, Kenny. <laughs> Super jealous. <laughs> Don't eat. Shannon. It's you. You're, it's you that's sitting on my face. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're calling number 10. Congratulations. Come on down. Good morning. Two things. You ever had that Mariah corn? No. What the hell is that? No. It's corn you don't cook. You just shuck it right off and eat it. Cold. Oh, what? Yeah. I don't Please like Google that it. idea. She'll, she'll, she'll Google it. Mariah corn. Why is Mariah it called corn. Why is it called Mariah? Is that... I don't know. Why the, you called John? I the, don't know. The strain or... <laughs> Whoa! What about uh, what about maybe your cat issue? Is the differences between the cat and the owner? Because your cat's got a small head, and who's got the big head? Well, you're. Happy for... Thank yeah, you. No, don't try to be nice now. You've He's out. Made fun of me now. He's talking to me now. You. Hi, how's it going? Oh, cat talk heading into big hair. This is my nightmare. Oh, we'll quit that right now. Easy. What is what is Mariah Corn real quick? All right, here we go. Uh, it's the corn that everyone's talking about. The sweetest tasting corn ever growing and the most tender. 
Uh, at first, the new corn didn't seem marketable. It needs to be hand-picked, which ruled out production by huge commercial farms in the U.S. Yeah. So I uh, introduced it instead to Japan, where small boutique farms are common, and many crops are still picked by hand. Within a few years, Mariah, is it Mariah, had become the best-selling sweet corn in Japan, capturing an amazing 35% of the market. Uh, no, it's Mariah. Oh, Mariah corn. Yeah. Once small American farms and roadside produce operations heard of Mariah's success in Japan, where it made headlines. Everyone wanted the seed. Who is the what's hype what, guy what I need Mariah? Designer corn at four bucks a, a corn cob. How much is it? Uh, those farmers markets lucky enough to grow Mariah have been besieged by long lines all season long. I am hiring this hype man, dude. Holy <laughs> crap. It's not uncommon for folks to drive 100 miles or more to wait in line. Okay, bring it down. Um, once picked, the ears left up to six weeks if refrigerated. Um, I don't see anything about it. You just eat it, though. I sampled it raw in the field, and it was all I could do to not eat the entire cob. Well, go for it, bitch. Oh God, we need to get Jay Henry on this stuff. Mariah is low on starch content, which was the enemy. We probably shouldn't be talking about it. Well, the word's out, and Mariah's going to be. The God, cr- look the, what we did. The crap's gone. You can learn a lot listening to podcasts. Uh, did you know that the hottest chili pepper in the world is so hot it could kill you? Or you can listen to this one. Bears can smell your menstruation. I can smell your menstruation. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. Friday in effect, and you're pretty beat, I bet. It's been one tough week, you've hit your peak, and you've earned your paycheck. But now this week is over, and it's a little fun you're seeking. Your grin is wide, and I know why. Look out, here come the weekend. You know what I'm saying? That weekend's gonna be a monster, y'all. PC COVID-19 shortages and extreme weather, extreme, have caused a mustard shortage in parts of Canada, including Quebec. So I have a food industry uh, analysis person talking about the shortage, and at the same time, it takes a little dig at American mustard. And I think a lot of people in Montreal are big fans of Dijon mustard. Uh, Dijon. And frankly, the American version is appalling. <laughs> uh, suck it, because uh, it tastes pretty good on my hot dog. Thanks, Dick. I don't need 12 kind of mustards, dude. Just, I have like six in my fridge right now. Hand me whatever you got. Don't care. I like the spicy brown. Yeah, yeah. I like the honey Dijon. Yeah, we I have, have a jalapeno one. Yeah, right, right. I have a dill one. I mean, we, we have uh, the brown for stuff, not hot dogs, but anything else. Psh, I don't care what mustard is. I love mustard. <laughs> it might be my favorite condiment. Really? Mm-hmm. Oof. Yeah, no, not mine. We didn't have to make that noise. <laughs> Give me that ketchup. Yeah. Give me that sweet, sweet ketchup. Um, so hopefully we're Strilladilla here. You have eight kind of mustards? I have, I have a, have a AOI mustard as well. Oh, wow. AOI. Wow. Yeah, I have a champagne mustard. Ain't no mustard cartel in America. I have a horseradish mustard. Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah, dude. 
Oh, wow. That Okay, you had me horseradish right there. Welcome to my condiment spread. <laughs> That's wee-wee. Oui, oui. That's I must say your French spread is very impressive. Oh, thank you. Um, all right. Uh, well, there's some movement in the... Oh, is, mo- is Heinz yellow mustard like, like the... Like the bush light of mustards. Well, I mean, probably like you know, great value or food. Yeah, sure. okay, yeah, okay. But it's not. I mean, why do you think it's you, a buck for a, a gallon? You, you don't have Heinz, I'm guessing. Mustard. Oh, I do. Oh, yeah. you do. Okay. Oh, yeah. You give Sometimes that to... you just want the OG. All right, gotcha, man. You know what I'm saying? Thanks for make the... a little egg salad. You uh, want no, some OG up in there? Appreciate the reality check. Shit. There's movement in the crew camp, and you ain't gonna like it. Tell you that right now. Uh, so there is video surfacing of the Def Leppard, Motley Crue, Big Stadium tour. Atlanta. <sighs> Kicked off in Atlanta. It's happening. It's happening despite all signs pointing to it probably not being a good idea. <laughs> so here we go. Might not, might not finish. This is kind of sad. He can't even do a full line. Now it's hard to tell. I'm gonna, uh, now wait a minute. It's it's hard to tell on a cell phone. Uh, I, I, my initial reaction is he sounds like he like he can't like he can't breathe. Right. He's just shouting a phrase and then taking a gulp of air, and that's fine. No, that, it's not. Well, that's it is his job you're... to perform. It is his. Jo- you're Dude. there for the experience. You're reliving well, something. I'm not here for a crappy experience. You're, you're, you're not reinventing the wheel, dude. You're there to sing along the songs you've been singing for 40 years. That's that's the. That's, I'm there to hear him sing the song. It, it is weird that Vince Neil will go to a county fair and 300 people show up, but then they fill a stadium. And I know Def Leppard is a huge draw, but that's still uh, that's the Vince is the one constant that is not changing. Right, he's consistently disappointing. Yes, he doesn't sound good. No, well, and the, okay, what's the other part? If I was the band members, I'd be so mad, dude. You had so much time to get your cardio on point so that you could sing the entire line instead of three words. Take a big gulp of air, sing another three words. Like it's just whatever. Well, that's kind of Cruz thing, though. They're just phrases. Shout at the devil. Don't go away, mad. I mean, you don't. Maybe you don't have to sing that. <laughs> Wow! Look at you. Well, just sing "Shout at the Devil" and take a breath, and, and then take a breath, and it, you'll sound just like Vince. Are you handing out excuses for everybody, or just Vince Neil <laughs> asking for a friend? Uh, uh, I'm giving Vince Neil a pardon. I'm giving him a pardon. Everybody's pardoned. Um, Doctor Feelgood. Doctor Feelgood. <sighs> yeah, but the. I'll agree with you. The choruses are are very simplistic and short, but. The verses, there's a, quite a bit crammed in there. 
Like you got it. All we got to do is prop Vince up and have him scream, girls, girls, girls. We're already propping up Mick. We ain't got okay. enough stage props. So here's the other uh, problem we have. Yes. Tommy Lee broke some ribs. How'd he break his ribs? Um, Trying to give himself a blowy, I guess. <laughs> dude, dude, bruh, I stepped on my dong and tripped. Broke some ribs, dude, bruh. My lack of calcium led to me. Gotta take a couple of weeks off. Gotta gonna make it, bruh. So, uh, Tommy Lee didn't let his broken ribs get in the way of his reunion with Motley Crue bandmates after a nearly seven-year hiatus on Thursday. Even though the iconic drummer only lasted five songs into the band's hotly anticipated reunion kickoff tour. It's always the drummer that implodes, man. It was actually five more songs than his doctor ordered. In true Lee fashion, the musician ignored the doctor's advice and went ahead with his performance during the band's opening. Uh, after soldiering on through five tracks on the drums, his pain was too much for him to handle. Man, y'all ain't gonna believe that. I broke four effing ribs. I've been resting and healing, even though the doctor tells me I shouldn't play at all. Yeah, well, you know what, dude? You're too old to be pulling that. You'll see. You'll see. It was tragic, really. He exploded on stage. Just like that. He just went up. He just was like a flash of green light. And that was it. Nothing was left. It was his face. Well, there was. It's that, true. This, this truly did happen. There was a little green globule on his drum seat. Like a stain, really. It was, it was a small stain. stain in a globule, yeah. actually. And you know, was, several, you know, dozens of people spontaneously combust each year. It's just not really widely reported. Right. Yeah. The drummer, dude, is spontaneously combusting. I know it's a thing. I, yeah, totally. Totally. It's the green globule. So, uh, Tommy Clefettos, whatever, you know him. Oh, no. Mm. Uh, Let's listen to some audio from the Atlanta show. Uh, Let's let's glean what we can from the audio we have. Now, this is not official crew produced sound. These are cell phones. Uh, What did you play? What did you just play? Kickstart My Heart? Shout at the devil. Oh, shout at the devil. Here's Kickstart My Heart. Let's listen to this one. sounds a little better <laughs> that sounded better i'm gonna give him some credit that sounded better here's uh let's listen to wild side i gotta say the stage is impressive i mean it's yeah it's legit it's a stadium stage let me fast forward here start the song jesus christ Okay. Dude, passing grade. All right, dude. I ain't the one that has to sit through the show. What <laughs> I, I know what you're doing right now, and I admire it, and it, that's fine. Everything's going to be okay. That's totally what's happening right now. It's all right. It's all right. Look away. Look away. Don't even look. Just keep drinking. It'll get better. Uh, um, No, that's... No, that stage is... uh, 
But well, those, yeah. Uh, they've got two giant... What are those things? Uh, man, what are those... There's two giant statues. I can't... I think they're just chicks with big boobs. Statues. Uh, were those the statues you were thinking about the other day? No, they are. Those are standalone. They're like 50-foot giant <laughs> boobed women. Oh, they're robot women with giant taters. Oh, they probably got it from Rob Zombie half off. <laughs> The JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, 6 till 10 a.m. on 941 JJO or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. Johnny and D. Nowhere but JJO.